I'm Peter Nickel. This is my first podcast. Um, I just have the dream of coming into the sports media world professionally. And um, this is my first guest. I'll let him introduce himself, talk about what he does. Yes, sir. Peter, thanks again for having me. Um, no problem. My name is Peter P. Solero. Um, I graduated from Prospect High School in 2015. Um, so I, I kind of know where, where Peter's coming from. Um, I also was uh, with Jason Block in uh, the journalism program. Um, did that all four years of my prospect career, you could say. Um, I also played basketball four years at Prospect. Uh, I went on to the University of Kansas where I majored in journalism and uh, mass communications. Um, during my time there, I worked with Kansas Athletics in the video department, um, primarily working with men's and women's basketball. And um, kind of during that process, though, I, I kind of knew that basketball had always been my passion, obviously playing it uh, from back in high school and since I was a little kid. And I always used, um, you know, the media side of things to, to be around the game at a high level and, and to really learn. So um, I kind of transitioned from uh, more so the journalism media side of things to coaching. Um, so last year I was a graduate assistant at the University of Illinois, Chicago. Um, and then my head coach from UIC took a, an assistant coaching position at the University of Georgia. And he asked me to come with him. So now I'm in my, my second year of being a graduate assistant. So um, it's been it's been a journey for sure. Um, maybe not the most um, traditional route to get into coaching, but, um, you know, really thankful for the foundation I had, especially uh, back in my prospect and just thankful to be here. Yes, sir. I like that my prospect represent. Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to be asking you some questions so everyone can just get, you, get to know you a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you went to the University of Kansas. What made you want to go there? Like what was special about it? Yeah. Um, so when I was with uh, the prospector, we would go on these national conventions and um, at these conventions, there'd be a ton of booths set up from different colleges. And one of those that kind of intrigued me was uh, the University of Kansas. And they kind of told me of the different opportunities that students had there. So it, it was definitely in the back of my mind. Um, but it was probably when um, our coaching or our uh, prospect team in the summertime went to the University of Kansas for the summer basketball camp. And mm -hmm. so to actually be in Lawrence and to, and to really see it and see the history was, was really cool. Um, so to kind of, you know, have the best of both worlds with both journalism and, and basketball, um, it was kind of a no brainer. And, um, you know, I was able to get a lot of help, you know, in terms of scholarships and, you know, financial aid. So, um, you know, it was, it was kind of a great melting pot, melting pot to, to go there. And it was, you know, I don't regret it at all. It was the best four years of, um, you know, my, my college years for sure. What was, uh, was that the Bill Self basketball camp? Yep. So it was the high school camp. Um, so it was us, um, Chaminade, um, and, you know, a ton of other, you know, programs from around the country. Um, it was, it was really cool. You know, Jason Tatum was playing in it. So, mm. you know, we got to play on the field house floor and the practice gym. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really special. I did that a few years ago, but like the kids one, I had mm -hmm. to stay in Naismith. So that was really yep. fun. Yep. That's where I stayed uh, too. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, what advice would you give to someone who is in like a spot 
you were in at around my age? Um, the biggest thing I would say for you, Peter, is just to get involved and, and just try to get your hands um, dirty in, in, in all types of things, whether it be with the video camera, whether it be doing what you're doing with the podcast, writing. You, at, the, at this point in your life, you're just trying to find where your niche is and what you truly enjoy. I think mm -hmm. a lot of kids, you know, they go off to college and they still have no idea what they're doing. You know, thankfully, you know, we have a great journalism program at Prospect where we get to really have that hands-on experience and really get to kind of venture out and, you know, hone a, a skill set that, you know, is bigger than just school. You know, it's mm -hmm. a skill set that takes you with you into college and into, you know, hopefully a career. Um, I would just say also is just continue to build relationships like within media. It's all about relationship building. You know, if you look at some of the big names, Chris Broussard, you know, Adrian Wojnarowski, you know, Stephen A. Smith. Not only are those guys very knowledgeable within their craft, but they're highly connected. You know, obviously yeah. they had to work their way up, but I'm sure they had to meet the right people to put them in positions to where they are. You know, that's mm -hmm. kind of how I was able to, to move up the ranks was not only did I do the prospector, but I tried to venture out and do um, did video work with a Nike travel basketball team, um, did some stuff with Nike in Chicago. The McDonald's All-American game was in Chicago. You know, I tried to get a press pass to that. So I would say not only doing – obviously, I think make the prospector definitely a priority, but also try and venture out and, you know, get great experience. I think, you know, uh, Mr. Block definitely would support that, and I know he was very supportive of me. So I, those, that's the two things, would just to keep trying – new things uh, within the media realm and, you know, continue to build relationships and don't be afraid to talk to anybody because you never know, you know, how that person can help you, you know, five, 10 years down the line. Yeah. All right. Um, who are like few people who for this journey of yours have been really like your biggest influencers and help you like get through this all? Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, a big one is, is John Camardella. Uh, who teaches world religions at Prospect and was also my, um, you know, varsity, varsity basketball coach. Um, you know, he not only taught me about what it meant to be a great basketball player, but how to be a great person and great teammate, you know, mm -hmm. off the court. Um, you know, he's instilled a lot of life lessons in me that I carry with me to this day. Um, and I, you know, hold with me when I'm, you know, having conversations with other people or trying to help other people. You know, he's he's been pivotal in that. Um, you know, obviously Mr. Block was big and helping me kind of hone my skill set and, and, you know, really instill confidence in me um, throughout my high school journey. You know, I think, you know, it's fair to say those two were, were really big, you know, as far as prospect goes. Um, you know, when I was at UIC last year, I think um, obviously Coach McClain, who, you know, believed in me, brought me here to Georgia has been has been really big. You know, he saw how, you know, the early mornings I was there and just, you know, really, um you know, believed in me and gave me an opportunity, uh, especially mm -hmm. for somebody that wasn't a manager or a former player. You know, he, he gave me a real shot. Um, D Brown, who was also an assistant coach at University of Illinois, Chicago. Um, you know, he famously played for that fighting Illini team. Uh, back in, if you remember, I don't know, you might be a little too young, but it was like I'm Darren Williams. Yeah. And they went and played the final four, but D Brown has kind of been, you know, a really close mentor who's helped me understand player development, understanding, how to be extremely organized within this profession, um, you know, just how to, how to work hard and, and be really efficient. So, um, you know, there's been a number of people, a number of coaches, a number of, 
whether it be family, friends, um, mentors, the, everyone's, you know, played a, a big role in my life, you know, to get me to where I am today. You know, the, the term, I think, self-made, uh, I, yeah. me personally, I don't, I mean, yeah, you have to work hard and you have to, you know, control what you can control, but, you know, there's, you got to have, you know, the right people in your life to help you. Um, mm-hmm. So those have been, you know, some really influential people so far and definitely my, my parents, you know, my family yeah, too, yeah, sure. is really big. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what age like were you around when you wanted to, when you know you wanted to be in the sports managing, the sports media world? Yeah, um, probably when I got, you know, my freshman year of, of high school, you know, at this point, you know, I was, I was kind of overweight my freshman year and, uh, you know, the same height that I am at this day, like 5'10", 5'11". So I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's not the most realistic thing to – you know, play college basketball or play, you know, in the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, well, I need a backup plan. So um, that's when I kind of, you know, had a heavy interest in, in media and just being around, just being connected to the game of basketball. So it was probably around my freshman year for sure. Um, and then like figuring out I wanted to do coaching was probably like maybe sophomore, uh, probably like sophomore, junior year. You know, I, I wanted to kind of transition. I was still like unsure, but probably mm-hmm. like June, towards my junior, senior year of college is when I realized I wanted to coach. Um, back then, like, who do you think was your biggest inspiration? Um, like, what made you want to do that? Kind of like uh, Stephen A. Smith. Did you have anyone special like that? As far as like doing the media, doing the journalism mm-hmm. kind of thing, um, yeah. it was it was actually um, his name's Daniel Poneman. And um, he he's now a, an NBA agent, but at the time he was he was 14 years old and was kind of getting into media, interviewing players. Like he was the one that you know found Anthony Davis. Like he gave Anthony Davis his first interview. You know when Anthony Davis was basically unknown. You know yeah. he was interviewing all these guys, almost basically creating articles that were like a scouting service. Mm-hmm. So he was doing this at like 14. So Dan's probably you know, five years older than me, but I was able to see, and he's, he's a local Evanston kid and it was starting to get a lot of notoriety and was known for being so well-connected in college basketball with these coaches. Cause they were all coming to him, you know, to ask about all these players. So Dan was somebody that kind of, I looked up to, you know, he wasn't the biggest name, but um, he was someone really big in our area. And I'm like, yo, I, I kind of want to be like Dan P cause same thing, unconventional route, but was still, kind of putting his, his footprint um, within the media, you know, basketball realm. So he's somebody mm-hmm. I looked up to for sure from uh, from the media side of things. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right. You look up a lot to Eric Spolstra now, right? Yep, definitely. Eric Spolstra is the only Filipino coach in the NBA and or only head coach in the NBA that's Filipino, um, to be even more specific. So, yeah, I definitely uh, look up to him a ton. He was also born in Evanston Hospital where I was born. Mm-hmm. So that's kind that's of crazy. a – a funny coincidence. Um, I didn't even yeah. Know that. yeah. So, um, you know, he's, he's a big inspiration to me, you know, took the video coordinator route after he got done playing. Um, so, uh, you know, to, to work for him and the future would be like a dream come true. Um, just seeing somebody who looks like you, I think that's just, it's inspiration for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So probably around like high school time when you were, doing your thing with Nike and like mm-hmm. Mac Urban Fire, right? Mm-hmm. Who, 
probably around then, who were like your three favorite athletes you met and like the funnest to be around, just like your favorite guys? During Mac Irvin? Or just like any time, but I know you met a lot of guys back then, so. Yeah, um, you know, there's so many. You know, I, I was very lucky with, you know, the groups that I had from, uh, you know, with Mac Irvin, whatever it was, Jalen Brunson, Jaleel Okafor, um, to to Kansas, you know, with Devontae Graham, Malik Newman, Steve Mikhailu, Yudoka Azubuki, you know, all mm. those guys were, were awesome. Um, to my UIC guys, you know, Jamie, Rob, you know, all those guys, and to now with the players that I have with, uh, you know, get to be around every day, Tumani, Xavier, everybody. Like, it, it's been it's been a blessing. Um, you know, some of my, you know, people I got to really get close with was obviously Jalen Brunson. Um, you know, he's from Stevenson. You yeah. know, I was riding with him a lot, you know, when, uh, you know, especially when he joined Mac Irvin, like, you know, two kids from the suburbs that was – we were primarily with a city team. So, you know, being able to kind of – tag along with him was uh was really special um you know we travel everywhere vegas you know south carolina um obviously you know developed a really good relationship with with Devonte at kansas you know i was with him all the time um and then another guy evan turner um who um played for ohio state you know was uh the second pick in the draft you know et and i got close through a mutual friend and uh you know, he's, he's, he's taking care of me for sure. Um, you know, let me come in to help him work out, um, you know, take me out to, to dinner just to talk. And, you know, he's always been a kind hearted soul. So, you know, those three have, have definitely been, you know, three people that stand out and they're just good people. They're good people. They work extremely hard. Um, and, um, you know, they're, they're, their work ethic and you know they're just winners too so yeah those are the kind of three that you know have really uh, made a big impact on my life for sure Devontae it's probably my favorite basketball player of all time yeah man he's, he's the most he's charismatic great. yeah he's you know yeah. I'm ha so happy to see him um doing so well in Charlotte you know having a really mm -hmm. breakout year uh I'm, I'm really excited to kind of see how how him and LaMelo um you know obviously I think LaMelo is a great passer you know you know, he wants to get off the ball first. And, you know, we've seen it with Devontae and Frank. Like, Devontae's fine with, mm -hmm. you know, being off the ball and, and being that catch-and-shoot guy. You know, he's not afraid <laughs> to let it fly yeah. from three. So, I think uh, it'll be a, a good dynamic for sure. It'll be interesting. All-star season coming up this year for Devontae. I, I think so, too. He's, he's due. Yeah. He's due for sure. Yeah. All right. So, you're at Georgia now. You're yep. at UIC before in Kansas before mm -hmm. that. I know, like, Allen Fieldhouse is a very historic place, mm -hmm. like, with loudest indoor arena in the world. Mm -hmm. um, of all the conferences you've been a part of, what's, like, your favorite place, favorite stadium that you've been at? Like, what makes it so special? Um, I mean, I'm biased. Uh, I would definitely yeah. say I've never seen anything like Allen Fieldhouse, especially with the student section. Yeah. You know, there might be a ton of – of uh you know gyms that got twenty thousand, but there's nothing like even though it's only sixteen thousand in Allen Fieldhouse, it's mm. it's always rocking. You yeah, know, it's there's nothing like it. You know, to yeah. see to see those guys go, go crazy and to have the privilege of just being on the floor, just seeing it firsthand. You know, I I got goosebumps every single time. So um yeah, man, I would definitely say Allen Fieldhouse is up there, but you know, 
it's been Stegman Coliseum at Georgia, you know, especially I'm just hearing last year when Anthony Edwards was here. Oh yeah. You know, 11,000 sold out, you know, here. So I'm excited, obviously when, when COVID kind of goes down to, to see this place going, I think it's be special. You know, we were at Memphis last year when I was with UIC and that was a really crazy environment, you know, especially when it was James Wiseman and, and all those yeah. guys. So that was another, you know, crazy gym for sure. But yeah, those are probably like my top three that I've seen. Allen Fieldhouse, um, Memphis, and then yeah, obviously here. Allen Fieldhouse, you're deaf after those games. Deaf, man. You guys, you see all the little babies with the with the headphones on. Headphones the, on, yeah, yeah. In the in the That's ear earplugs. Mm. Yep. All right. Well, I really appreciate having you on. Yes, sir, Peter. Thank you for having well. me, bro. I'm excited yes, to to see your journey, man, and Thank see you. you progress and and get better. Um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, Mr. Block uh, picks you as a as a sports editor and, and sees you sees you rolling, man. But if you need anything from me, um, you know, feel free to give me a call, text, whenever, man. I'll be happy to help, bro. All right, thank you. Perfect, Peter.